And we're back. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Two Witches, One, One Teapot. Episode nine. Episode nine. <laughs> Episode nine. Yes. Sorry to all our German audiences. We it's, just couldn't resist. It's appreciative. It's, yeah. Admiration. Oh, yeah. For just, like, how fun that word is. It's so fun. Yeah. Really it's just the word no. Night, I mean. Right? That's how you should say no. There you go. With severity. Yeah. And some umph. <laughs> With the humph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. It's it's the end of October. We mm-hmm. were up very late last night. Oh my god. Abby, in all her hostess loveliness, has the impeccable ability to host and like decorate and plan really fun parties, which she did last night for Halloween. It was awesome. And we were up very late. Yeah, it took a long time. It Girl. It was really fun, but it's one of those things where, like, time starts to slip away from you. You're, you're like, like, oh, I, my God. Why did I do this? Right? And then you wake up the next morning, like, that was a terrible idea. Like, tell me if you need something, just ask. Yeah, I will yeah. let you know. I'm happy to help. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, everybody was really nice. Yeah. We had a good time. But, yes, we are rather tired. Just, yeah, it's Sunday, and we're just taking it easy breezy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm having a... Pumpkin spice, rooibos. I think I had that last time too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Abby's having just a black tea. Mm, Got some delicious sweet popcorn and pumpkin spice cupcakes with cream cheese from a local supermarket. And yeah, it's so good. They are delicious. Yeah. You gotta squeeze in all your pumpkin stuff now because they're already the putting up the Christmas stuff. I'm her- horrified. I know my my heart is broken. Mine is too. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like it's still October. I love Christmas. Right. Second to yeah. Halloween. Right. People who love Halloween should have their time. I'm exactly. seeing a bunch of shit on TikTok of just like, this is why I hate Halloween. I'm like, fuck no. you. If you want to talk about why you hate Halloween, wait until November 1st. Right. Otherwise, you will have Christmas time yeah. or Thanksgiving time if you're that guy. <laughs> Let us have our Halloween time. Yeah. I'm not going to shit on Christmas, people. Yeah. You shouldn't shit on me. Yeah. Anyway, that's the PSA that's the from Dorena. <laughs> Stop it. The stitch. Impossible. <laughs> That's, yeah. Oh, oh, if you can name that reference, you can be my friend. Uh, <laughs> we are probably very similar. Yes. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today, Abby? So it is currently October 30th. Woo. Um, so I wanted to talk about Samhain. Classic. Which is the progenitor to Halloween. Yes. Our favorite holiday. Um, and Samhain is a pagan religious festival originating from ancient celtic spiritual tradition so it's a celt thing yeah um yeah (laughs) um and i got a lot of my information from a really good article on history.com like Mm. the history channel history yeah Yeah. um so that's me mostly my source (laughs) plus some tidbits that i already knew (laughs) just you hear in your witchy right right we try our best before we get into it, I lots of people really struggle with the pronunciation of Samhain, mm-hmm. and that's because it is a Celtic word. And, and so the spelling is not yeah, the same. Yeah, I, they don't technically have a different alphabet, but oh good lord, it is hard. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so Samhain is spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Surprise. Surprise, yeah, here you go. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, Gaelic is horrid, um, but it is pronounced Samhain. Like it's a wah instead of a Samhain, which yeah. is what people use often. That they the don't know better. Common pronunciation. I've heard that yeah. in like newscasts Ugh. about it, where like NPR was doing a thing of like this is the origin of Halloween. Yeah, and I was like, did you just say Samhain? 
I, Dude, m- uh, so many people who live in America who speak American English mm-hmm. know what how to pronounce Samhain. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Just do your homework. Anyway. Yeah. It's probably one of the most well-known pagan festivals. Big time. Um, I feel like that's, for some reason, that's kind of the one that folks have locked on to, and I feel like it helps that Halloween. Probably the Halloween of, aspect. Yeah, yeah. Lots of very interesting pagan hallmarks. And I feel like Yule might be the other one, but I yeah. think at that point people are just confusing, like, or might just think, oh, Yule, as in, like, Yule Log. Right, As yeah. opposed to, like, Yule as a, as a holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Samhain is sometimes called the Witch's New Year, so some folks turn their Wheel of the Year around, mm-hmm. and it kind of begins and ends on mm. sundown, October yeah. 31st, depending on how you subscribe. <laughs> right, right, right. But it does come after Lammas and Maven, which are the first and second harvest festivals. And Samhain is kind of considered like the wrapping up, the very, very last harvest yeah, like of the, the third year. Yeah, the the final. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the final harvest. So this is the last of your harvest you're going to get until the spring. Yeah. Enjoy it by last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it kind of marks the beginning of like the resting of the earth. Like, yeah. We're starting to get in between the, yeah, the equinox and the um, solstice Mm -hmm. is next. Yeah, because isn't, like, sowing right in the middle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so the earth is going to sleep now, and we'll see her in spring. And celebrants believe that the barriers between the physical world and the spiritual world, or spirit world, break down during Samhain, or, like, the veil is is kind of what people often say. And that allows more interaction between humans <laughs> and, to quote the article, Denzians of the other world. Oh my it's like, God. Oh Lord, okay. That, what, what a vocabulary yeah. people at History Channel have. I guess. Oh I don't man. Know. Yeah, from the creators of Ancient Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Someone <laughs> really knew their, their um, vocab. Yeah, no kidding. Denzians. Oh boy. Denzians. That's great. Samhain is one of the four fire festivals, mm-hmm. um, and it's often considered like the balance to Beltane. They're right across from each other on the wheel. Right. So Beltane and Samhain are like mirror images of the same side of the coin, or mm-hmm. different sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. I heard it explained in like a podcast, which I think was, oh yeah, Witches, Magic, Murder, and Mystery. Ooh. Yeah, they were kind of fun. But with Beltane being like, the beginning of things. It's mm. right on May 1st. Yeah. Um, a festival of light. Yeah. Versus Samhain being about death. And right. the darkness. And yeah. like slipping into, um, especially in England and Scotland and Ireland. So where north. they're so far north. Yeah. yeah. So you're really slipping into like a season of darkness uh-huh. truly. Yeah. As opposed to us. Yeah. <laughs> like we're north but we're not that far north. No. So our days are like. I think they're short by like two hours. Yeah, you it's know, not as opposed to as like, dramatic. Which yeah, I never really thought about that. <clears throat> you kind of forget. I mean, I kind of forget that you know the UK and Scotland and, and Ireland. Like they're Europe. so north, and Europe in general, in general is significantly more north than we are. Yeah, which like I don't know. Yeah, I always kind of forget that part. So I'm just like, oh, this makes sense why yeah. their days are just like. So much longer than, or shorter, or longer than yeah, ours. Yeah, either on the flip side of both. Mm-hmm. And in Celtic tradition, during this time of year, hearth fires in family homes were left to burn out while the last harvest was gathered. And after the harvest work was complete, the druids would essentially build and maintain like a fire, mm-hmm. like a Samhain fire. And 
members of the community would come to the fire and relight their hearth fire with the bonfire for Samhain. Mm. So that you, um, you're essentially like starting over yeah. and descending into the darkness with your community. Mm. And you all kind of have like this reset, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and cattle were sacrificed and participants, oh yeah, took a parcel of flame. Mm-hmm. So that they could relight their hearth for the for the next couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it gets cold. Yeah. And early texts represent um, Samhain as a mandatory celebration lasting three days and three nights mm-hmm. instead of what we might think of as being just one day. Right. Failure to participate in, like you said, the mandatory, I did not realize that until I read this article, mm-hmm. was believed to result in punishment from the gods. So to not participate was to risk punishment for your entire community. Hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> Those I didn't stakes. know that. Yeah. Actually. yeah. They're not fucking around. Because I've always thought of just like specifically for Samhain, but for a lot of like the um, traditional like pagan celebrations and stuff, mm-hmm. I've always, and this is coming from someone who is not, does not identify as a pagan, but I do mm-hmm. align my practice a lot with their holidays. Mm-hmm. Um I've always kind of, like, wished that I could go back in time and just, like, experience those, yeah. like, in real time, because I think that would be so cool. Yeah. And then I remember things like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so intense. Yeah. We were not, yeah, not We have a lot around. more luxury and agency now, but, yeah. like, yeah. God damn. Yep. Yeah. And I hadn't realized this either. There was also a military aspect to Samhain in Ireland with holiday thrones prepared for commanders of soldiers. And anyone who committed a crime or used their weapons during the three-day celebration faced a death sentence. So, like, <laughs> it's a seriously violent holiday. I mean, I kind of knew that there was, like, violence in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the knowledge that the violence was there, not, like, the specifics. Yeah. Wait, so you said, like, a throne is what you said? A, a holiday throne. Um, They didn't go into it more Erected than that. for but I've got to commanders assume... of soldier, soldiers and such. Yeah, yeah. So probably more typically it would have been a person of, like, a higher social standing. If you were at war, everybody kind of called it quits whenever it gets so dark and so cold. Yeah. Probably, the like, the worst time to be... Fighting. fighting at all so you yeah. figure like i'll see you in may <laughs> we will resume this next year yeah exactly because it's fucking gold yeah or i right. don't know if they returned home for like a period around the holidays yeah which Dang. is kind of funny i kind of this might sound really badly i kind of like the idea of like um not death but like the right. severe like it being looked down upon even more so if there were, like, a crime committed while this is, like, yeah. kind of, like, a period of rest yeah. in terms of, like... It's like a ceasefire. Yeah, because of the, like, spiritual, you know, this yeah. is a spiritually heightened time. The veil is thin, as the, we mentioned. And right. I kind of, like, I appreciate at least that aspect. The death thing, that's a, that's a lot. That's intense. Um, that's, that's intense. But, hey, man, that was, that was the time. Yeah. High stakes. High that Yeah, that's a good word for it. High stakes. <laughs> And um, some documents, um, which I think the oldest document that concerns Samhain is from the 9th century. Mm, oldest? But, mm-hmm, okay. Like, that's the oldest, like... Record. Uh, yeah, record yeah. that we have. Um, mentioned six days of drinking alcohol to excess. So at least we were really, we were getting it on in the Samhain spirit. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> no, Ted. Yeah. For <laughs> um, tomorrow. <laughs> it's typ- They typically drink mead or beer. Along with gluttonous feasts. Mead makes sense. 
And often because the Celts, like we just mentioned, believed mm-hmm. that the veil was thin, they prepared offerings that were left outside villages for fairies or the she, mm. which that's another hard Gaelic word that's spelled S-I-D-H-S. I've heard people say the she and the sheed as in ends with a D. So I, who knows, it rather ends in the D sound because yeah. again, the spelling is not it's how so we understand hard. it. Um, so I don't really know which of the two, but like, yeah, regardless. Damn. Yeah. Also. Yeah. It, when anytime fairies are involved, high stakes. Oh yeah. Always. We learned sure. this. <laughs> not necessarily bad. Just high stakes. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> It was expected that ancestors might cross over during this time as well, and Celts would dress as animals and monsters so that fairies were not tempted to kidnap them, and that's that's where people think dressing up for Halloween kind of came from. Um, Is that you're you're pretending to be something else, right? <laughs> Just scaring other things yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's kind of like the same thought as because, um, like, you know, the history of like bridesma- bridesmaids. No. Oh yeah. So fun little tidbit. The reason why, and I think this might also be like a Celtic tradition or like hmm. ancient and Northern European, mm-hmm. of like modern day Northern Europe is, I believe where this comes from, check my work, uh, <laughs> but I believe it's that um, the reason why a bride had so many bridesmaids uh-huh. was also, um, and the bridesmaids traditionally used to be like dressed in white exactly like really? the bride. It's because it was thought that like, a bride was most susceptible to like either like evil spirits or huh. fairies or gods or something. Yeah. Wherein they wanted to have the bride and like yeah. take her virginity before she was married. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like really intense. So to trick these horses, yeah. the bridesmaids would all dress like the bride oh my and be surrounded around her during the like her you know, right. her wedding so that they'll confuse the like the negative energies yeah. and so she would be safe. Huh. Yes. That's news. So, like, kind of in a similar yeah. thing. That's just what made me think of like, that. Dear yeah. God. Yeah, it's like, okay. Time to dress up like things we fear. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> funny. To reach their own. Right? Yeah, that's a cool tidbit. Yeah. The, so, there are, I guess, some myths surrounding Samhain. Awesome. Especially surrounding the fairies. Mm-hmm. And apparently there were, um, there was one in particular, the puka. I'm Ooh. not familiar I, you know, my dad, one of the only books that he would read us were Irish tales for some reason. He read them in an Irish accent, which is like very cute. Oh. He's just a stern fellow. That's um, amazing. But one of them was about a puka. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah. And um, the story tells of this very, very lazy husband. His wife goes to visit her sister because mm-hmm. she's sick or something. Mm-hmm. And the puka, so then... It, he so then the house falls into disarray like dishes aren't done laundry's not done like you're tip right I know how that goes <laughs> um and it it turns out that like the dishes are being done whenever he like he goes to sleep and then wakes mm. up and all of the chores are done and there's like a little bit of food missing mm. and he's like deal you know <laughs> and apparently the puka had been sneaking in and doing all the chores mm-hmm. in exchange for food yeah. if i remember correctly it's been a long time since so i read that so they're kind of like brownies a little like brownies yeah yeah i guess traditionally the puka is more of a trickster right than that story would tell yeah. and i forget what happens in the end but uh, that was what it did and it looked like a donkey walking on its hind legs it was kind of scary and apparently sometimes or not sometimes but per record Celts will leave out 
harvest offerings from the field for the puka. And the Lady Gwyn is also associated with Samhain Mm -hmm. in Celtic tradition. And she is a headless woman dressed in white who chases night wanderers. And she's always accompanied by a black pig. She sounds dope. And scary. And terrifying. (laughs) I freaking love her. Yeah. What a babe. I yeah. love that. Okay. So they had they were not again not messing not around. Not messing you're, around. You're fucking, even the folklore yeah, is scary on some. A group of hunters known as the Fairy Host would also haunt Samhain night or the Samhain festival mm-hmm. and kidnap people. Mm-hmm. And they are similar to this Lao S L S L U A G H who would come from the west and enter houses and steal souls. It makes me think of the fairy, the fairy hunt in Germanic yeah. tradition, and the boo hag because I re-listened to that episode like a week or two ago, and I was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> "Stop stealing my stuff!" I know, gross, God. disgusting. Get off me, Jesus. <laughs> um, and that's kind of all I really had time for in terms of like traditional, yeah. where the history of the festival comes from. Mm-hmm. It is celebrated in Wiccan tradition mm-hmm. and I feel like that's where it gets a lot of its current day mm-hmm. popularity um, yeah popularity yeah, and presence yeah and usually which is that practice sound or um, Wiccans would use this time to contact ancestors apparently can set out food for them or bury an apple so that they have food on their way to the afterlife Aww, <laughs> yeah cute. or like light a candle in your window so that folks that are still passing over have like something to see by Aww, which is really cute that is adorable yeah i feel like ancestor work always from the outside looking in you're like oh yeah that's really cute yeah but of course with any ancestor work you always have to work with some caution yeah i know that's kind of like um i was thinking for my plans for salon because it's mm-hmm. the end of the day fields will be at work during the evening and i yeah. work during the day so i'm like you don't want to I have chosen not to do too much for this uh, this year, but yeah, me too. I was like, do I want to do any ancestor work? I'm like, eh, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> I could, I could. I'm sure my grandparents and great-grandparents and so on would love to be interacted with, but I'm, this is not the year for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, I think Maybe I'm next actually going to kind of do the opposite of just like do a general like light, not super intense, but just like a yeah. light cleansing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To restart the year. Restart the year. Kind of, yeah, like a new year kind of thing. Yeah. And just kind of like a, also with the idea of it being the veil at its thinnest, like I'm mm-hmm. not interested in interacting with anybody. So it's like shutting my door. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. Making sure folks don't wander in. Yeah, exactly. Well, and like that's why even tonight um, I'm going to carve a jack-o'-lantern and like yeah. as a protective measure. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have two Samhain rituals that I took a look at mm. for this episode. Mm-hmm. So I have this one from Scott Cunningham's uh, Wicca, uh-huh. Guide for the Solitary Practitioner. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. Ooh. I don't mind his writing style is the thing. Like, I'm pretty picky. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't like him to be too dry, but I also don't like him to be like, you are so magic, and here we love light. Like, I feel like it's dishonest. Oh my gosh, I It know. comes across to me as like... Like closing your eyes to something else. Yeah, it's kind of like just personal. <laughs> it's I <know>. totally personal. <laughs> right, like honestly, and I mean, it's kind. Of, it's very new agey. Yeah, and that's I'm the like, other thing, which probably will lead us into our discussion. Our discussion topic, topic. really well. I've got words. You have words. I know. I'm <sighs> excited. Yeah, but I just wanted to read a passage from the ritual because I thought it was really pretty, and it wraps up the way that Please, I like yeah. to think about Samhain. Sure. And so essentially this is like kind of in the middle Mm -hmm. or, you know, in terms of the ritual, you're like lighting a candle, 
and this leads to scrying, which would be fun. Mm. I want to try scrying. But it's like the before part, right. right before you would start scrying. Wise one of the waning moon, goddess of the starry night, I create this fire within your cauldron to transform that which is plaguing me. May the energies be reversed from darkness light, from bane good, from death birth. Oh, Isn't that cute? I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like I could definitely see how people would get the idea that like Samhain is like a dark festival about death and it's yeah. like super metal. Yeah. And or you have to interact with your ancestors yeah. or whatever. No, no. But I, I think it's just a really, really good time to reassess like the balance of your life. Yeah. For especially right as you're going into a period where it's going to be hard to rework that. Yeah. Or to have the energy to rework that. Like, I feel like get your checklist done now because I know, me personally, I never do stuff in the winter. It makes no, me so oh sad. No, my gosh. I know. And, like, I want to. And right. then I get, like, upset at myself for not for doing not, it because I'm like, the totally. motivation's not there because this is a time for sleep. Yeah. Winter time is not a time to be up and at them and active. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good time to, to kind of... Simmer down. Yeah, simmer down and start yeah. going into this cycle where it's going to be dark and sleepy yeah um yeah yeah but like keeping in mind that you're halfway technically to the light side too yeah yeah just the cycle is interesting yeah and it's a good time to assess right cycles and balance yeah 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 especially because like and this is something i've i've been hearing a lot more about specifically recently both Mm -hmm. through like social media, witchy peaches that I follow, mm-hmm. and as well as working at a metaphysical store that, like, I don't think I truly understood the, this before this year, but, like, October is such a time of transition, mm-hmm. not just in, like, the like the classic seasonal way, yeah. as is every year, you right? Know, but also in the means of just, like, October is often known as a time of more, like, abrupt change, yeah. and, like, whether it seems like it's in your favor or otherwise, mm-hmm. change nevertheless, and so it can sometimes... Oc- October is known to be somewhat uncomfortable for a lot of people in that regard. I could see that. Which I can definitely also see. I'm just like, this October has been kind of rough in that way. Yeah, Yeah. I get that. I get that. (laughs) Um, And so I feel like this is also a really good time to kind of just like be prepared for that time of peace. Like Mm -hmm. having it happen now Mm -hmm. allows us to be tired and rest at the appropriate time as nature dictates. Right, totally. The whole like... You must grind even though it's December and you really yeah. don't want to. I hate it. It's yeah. insane. I heard, um, I follow this one, like, apothecary. Actually, it's based in Colorado Springs. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was like, it's new. And I'm like, fucking, of course, after we leave. Yeah, what the, what it, the fuck? Where were you when I needed you? God damn it. <laughs> um, so in southern Colorado, there's a sto- uh, city called Colorado Springs. And um, there's an apothecary that's down there. And I follow their Instagram or TikTok page. Mm-hmm. And they actually had a really interesting video I watched just this morning. That's talking about, like, just as plants have their seasons, so Mm -hmm. do we. And so it's kind of like, if you're not expecting to get certain plants because it's October and they're not in season, it's hard for them to grow in a high-altitude desert, (laughs) then you should not be expected to grow and be available in a high-altitude desert in October. And I was like, amen, sister. Preach. Thank you. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, I I loved it. it. I was like, I... I think we all need to hear that. Yeah. Yes, you have to still work. You have to, like, live your life and right. make money because you're a human being in society. But also, like, be gentle with thyself. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Please. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool time of year. Yeah. One of my faves. Me too. It's so cozy. It is cool. <laughs> cozy. I love all the pumpkin things. Yes. I know so many people are like, fuck this. And I'm like, well, fuck I'm you. You're such a pumpkin bitch. I'm such a pumpkin bitch. I don't care how basic it is. I'm such a pumpkin bitch and I yeah. love it. Me too. I'm okay with it. Me too. Cool. Yeah. Selling. Selling. Are you doing anything fun for selling tomorrow? We'll see. That ritual does look like fun, but Thank I am you. very tired. That, see, again. <laughs> like, I feel like I just, I like hosted this big grand thing. With that was, that people. was your silent celebration. Yeah. It was just two days early. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the three day celebration. Oh, I feel like go. I could almost kind of squeeze it in there. I think so. But yeah, nothing big. I'm definitely going to do some tarot mm-hmm. and I don't plan on contacting nobody. Mm-mm. Yeah. I but feel like, like more out of like an energy standpoint than like a want. Yeah. I think so too. I'm that way. I'm like, I might light some candles. Mm-hmm. Um, partly for just straight atmosphere because Halloween, man. Oh, heck yes. Heck yeah. But also, um, yeah, just kind of like having, uh, probably a lot of them are going to be like more like white and black candles for protection and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, Abby gave me a wonderful cider recipe uh, <laughs> that yes. of her mother, yeah. um, that it's I'm like kind it. of like going to have be mm-hmm. like part cider, part simmer pot. So it's going to be going on. It smells so good. Not all day because, you know, I'm working throughout the day, but right. for when I am home. It's going to be on the on the stove and kind of just like going at a simmer so I have the lovely cider to drink all day. It's delicious. But also have like the lovely, powerful scents of herbs mm-hmm. and such that are associated with this holiday. Yeah. I feel like all the pumpkin scents are like super protection based. Oh, which is a big fan. Honestly, yeah, I love fan. it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just, if you don't want to contact your... Just because, like, Samhain is related to, like, death and such, yeah. you don't need to contact your ancestors if you don't no. want to. If you want to do a cleansing to avoid spirits, fucking go, ahead. go for it. Yeah, like, now's the second. Like, you're not, I don't, as far as I'm concerned, maybe, I'm, maybe I don't know better, but as far as I'm concerned, you're not doing any great harm spiritually to those ancestors. I don't think so. I think it's just kind of like a, well, yeah. No, thank you. It's the living world. It's the living world. <laughs> I have my boundaries, and yeah. this is it. Yeah. Um, and maybe next year I'll, I'll change my mind, but, like, this year, this is not an ancestor year. No, yeah. No, I'm good. Um, and two, the Druids would often um, use Samhain to, like, they considered the time whenever the veil is thin for not only ancestor work, but also for divination and, like, looking into the future. That's the other one, too. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if, if ancestor work's not your thing, this is the perfect time to do divination as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Or none of the above and just sit and watch a movie. Enjoy, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't just have to spend time do... in your home. Exactly. Or with friends. Yeah. Feasting and drinking. You got some options. Options. Opportunities. Opportunities. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yes. If you... If, I have to check, but if the dogs are coming to me on this recording... <laughs> Tinkerberg. Uh, I have fun little chihuahua mixes who live below in the, me in the apartment below mine and oh man they really love to they acknowledge love to, when oh, yeah. people come and go inside or outside their the it doesn't matter they're really good at it they're really good at it and if you're slamming it's just cuz people don't shut their doors lightly Gently. in this building i don't you know, know what the fuck it is but like how damn mm-hmm. if i slam my door once my mom got so pissed at me <laughs> uh, yeah my mom yeah. would think that She's you like, were did you just slam the door? I'm like, Mom, I, it was I'm I was, so, it was the wind. It was a draft. I'm sorry. Um, so, like, I can't even imagine. Felix does this with the car. He'll, like, slam the door, but not mm-hmm. on purpose. He's just a like tall a, dude right. who's strong and heavy-handed. I mean, yeah, in terms of, like, leverage. Exactly, exactly. And so I'm like, <laughs> at first I'll be like, is he mad at me? I'm like, no. He's just. He just slams He's a gentleman. He's just kind of aggressive with the car door. I'm like, <laughs> you know? That's funny. Fair. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 
what I'm talking about today is um, the Crunchy to Alt-Right Pipeline. <laughs> I don't know a ton about. Yes. So I'm curious to learn. Yes. So um, just a little... Um, disclaimer? Disclaimer. Thank you. A little disclaimer for those of our listeners who might be more on like the conservative political alignment. Strictly in the States, I've come to find that like conservative in the UK is not the same thing as conservative here. Mm-hmm. Um to be honest, I don't really know what the distinction is, but I think, I, from what I understand, they're not quite the same. So mm-hmm. by U.S. standards, if you're a more conservative person who's more Republican on the right, you may not like what I have to say. So I do advise, this is the time to kind of turn it off. You're welcome to do so. Yeah, or listen with an open mind. Oh, yeah, that too. If you have an opinion, feel free to email us. Just mm-hmm. be advised that we will not tolerate any harassment. This is all based on our personal opinion. Yeah. Um, that we stand by. Yep. And if you disagree, that's totally okay. Yeah. If you want to share that disagreement, that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a bully, harassing, or in any way threatening, you will be blocked. Your email will not be fully yeah. read. And mm-hmm. we don't have any problem with that. Be on your journey, sir, because <laughs> yeah, it's not ya. mine. <laughs> yeah. Having said that, so I should start this by describing what crunchy granola means. Thank you. It's, <laughs> yes, it is um, kind of like, a, I think, of Gen Z slang definitely. for um, it's definitely yeah. Think of it like crunchy granola, as in like a granola bar. Yeah, that you have on a hike in the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's slang that characterizes um, ecological awareness, liberal political views, and support or use of natural products, products and health foods. Mm-hmm. So hippies. Yeah, the lady that, but not only in like, goes to Whole Foods. Exactly, or like natural grocers or sprouts. Yeah, yeah like. Um, someone's like essential oils, only organic. Yeah. I've got reusable bags. Yeah. All of which are lovely. Go Mm -hmm. for it. Definitely. But that's kind of what that means. It's not necessarily a negative term or positive term, depending on who you are as a person. It could be both. Yeah. And when I say like hippie, I don't mean like seventies idea of hippie. I mean Mm -hmm. like current, current, you're going hiking, you're farming in your yard kind of stuff. Yeah. You're like folding over some of the seventies ideologies into like current day and changing weed or without weed right (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so what crunchy to alt-right pipeline is Mm -hmm. is the idea that having worked in a metaphysical store i stand by the fact that it does very much exist it's the idea that um a person will go from being this kind of like all natural hippie kind of person whose ideologies somehow in some really fascinating way align very well with certain alt-right groups mm-hmm. and alt-right ideologies and they kind of meet in the middle and harm- harmonize in that capacity so um, I've always described people like this as conservative hippies even yeah. if they aren't conservative like that's just kind of the space that these people who live in this pipeline occupy mm-hmm. in my personal experience I did not know that there was an actual term until more recently and that's when I learned about crunchy to alt-right pipeline because it's mm-hmm. like that is an actual thing I have seen in people I know in my personal life mm-hmm. who have gone from being like very um, holistic, mm-hmm. again, essential oils, organic food, whatever, yeah, farming, grains, yeah, granola. Like co-ops. Co-ops. Oh, man, the co-ops. I love co-ops. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, co-ops and stuff. And somehow through different like political events and, you know, pandemics, right. things like that, transition to having their ideologies solely shift into one where they're anti-max and anti-mask anti-vax mm-hmm. um holistic in a way that is 
science denying. Yeah. I guess is the best way for me to, to phrase that. Um, so yeah, I, the reason I wanted to talk about it was just cause like it, it's an anomaly. I thought I'm the only person who observed cause I could not find anyone else who like yeah. knew what I was talking about. And then like, finally I have words to describe it now. And I'm just excited to know that this is an actual thing yes, cause yes, it yes. is. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was crazy. I'm not, um, <laughs> You're not, crazy. <laughs> not crazy, not in that way. Um, <laughs> so in my time working at a metaphysical oh boy metaphysical store yeah. in northern colorado in a very white city mm, oh lord like it's so 2018 bad. census said 80% of this town is white it's, like for context it's like so much big so agricultural white. area yeah we love living here oh yeah it's a lovely place but it's got thing issues like that where Definitely. it's just very white and not very diverse and as such, it results in a lot of people gathering with like-minded individuals and having their opinions be shifted in such a way, especially, again, with political events happening and the pandemic, yeah. people have kind of started filtering that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming to understand that, like, there's a lot of people I work with, people who come into the store, who very much occupy that space of just, mm-hmm. like, crunchy and all right. Yeah. Like, I found, actually, this really interesting article from Brown Political Review, and the article is titled Examining the Wellness to Far-Right Conspiracy Pipeline. It talks a lot about, like, QAnon um, mm-hmm. in the beginning, which I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Um, but then it kind of talks about, like, the moment where individ- QAnon followers met in the middle with granola wellness people yeah. through the pandemic. Yeah. And, like, that I was the like moment was... where that really – because they existed before. Mm-hmm. A good friend of mine, her mother, is someone I would describe as part of this community. Community. Um, I always co- described her as a conservative hippie. This makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad is kind of like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and again, like, this is something I've seen slowly happen because both of these people didn't weren't, weren't like this when I knew them when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not necessarily... I don't want to say it's not a good thing. Because in my opinion, it's not awesome. Right. But also, credit where credit is due, everyone's entitled to their opinion. So it's, I'm not going to say it's also a bad thing either. Right. But it definitely, um, the emergence of the pandemic, everybody, like, business being shut down and everything, people yeah. getting desperate. People look for solutions elsewhere. And if their solution right. is to deny ma- vaccines and masks, they're going to do that because right. they're afraid. And that's what people do. Yeah. And I think... That's kind of just like when a lot of people kind of came into this realm, this like so inner too. realm. I think the the misinformation surrounding a lot of different, and I think that's how it got spread too. I think was like so too. wellness people who are known to be like fact providing and stuff, mm-hmm. who eventually out of fear or out of whatever inclined them to follow this path is what like led them to this. Yeah, and then they're the people who are starting to spread misinformation yeah. about the pandemic and politics, like vaccines, vaccines, whatever. Yeah. The hair protests. I still can't believe that was a thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like the pandemic was, like, a big turning point for a lot of folks mm-hmm. where, like, you kind of had to pick, am I wearing a mask or am I not wearing a mask? Like, that's a yes or no choice. Am I getting vaccinated? Am I not? There's no, like, middle ground. No. So you either had to subscribe to one group or the other. Yeah. Even for people who are like, I mean, it could be both. Like, you still end up right. having to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. That And that decision reflects outwardly what your beliefs are, or at least what people can guess mm-hmm. your beliefs are. <laughs> right. It's like intent versus impact. Even if yeah. your intention was to kind of, like, observe both sides of, yeah. like, 
maybe neither of you were right. Maybe both of you were right. Right. You still want to exist in that middle space. Mm -hmm. On a physical level and an external level, as people observe you, you have to end up picking something. Yeah. So it's like, even though your intent was maybe to be kind of that middle person. Yeah. Your impact is you have to make a decision. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think that that was the really tricky part about yeah. like decisions during the pandemic mm -hmm. was that if I decided to wear a mask, people immediately, like you just make first glance decisions about people yeah. because that brains recognize patterns. That's what they're Internal biases. Do. Yeah. 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 I feel like it was definitely where if you subscribe to one group or the other and you're on Facebook and someone says something like it was especially because you had to make a one choice over mm -hmm. the other, like you began to feel ostracized, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which I think a lot of the crunchy folks began to feel ostracized. And then mm -hmm. there was this subcategory yeah, yeah. where the right folks were like, Oh, you know, like we kind of, I'm not as shared like the belief in this one instance of like, I don't think masks work. Mm -hmm. For example, if yeah, someone or thought that, or and then yeah, all right says, we don't think so either. Hey, you should come over here. Yeah. Because we're going to hang out with you yeah. without our masks on. Exactly. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. here's this group of people that everybody's not wearing a mask, mm -hmm. and therefore I don't feel like I'm singled out. Yeah. When we were in college, mm -hmm. it's a, our, the university we went to is a liberal hub in a yeah. liberal and conservative mixed environment yeah. and area of Colorado. Yeah, we're like a little liberal town, but the surrounding area it's is very, very agriculture, very yeah. conservative. Yep, very rural. Very rural. And as such, there were actually mentions of like when I'd be in class and we had a discussion that had to do with politics. I was a journalism major. We had mm -hmm. a lot of these discussions. Mm -hmm. And there was actually a mention of someone being like, we were allowed to, for an assignment, we were allowed to, um, anonymously putting like questions and things we'd like to discuss yeah. and one person had put in like I'm a conservative person in a very liberal college and I actually feel attacked and I was like yeah while I completely disagree with everything you believe in I'm really sorry yeah that's still not okay yeah again I don't like you very much we probably wouldn't get along we will not get along but like that's still really shitty and you shouldn't yeah. be like horribly attacked regardless of what my opinions are right and like that's kind of why I'm trying to be delicate as I say this because yeah. it's like I don't want to alienate people and make th people think that like I hate them or something. Yeah. But also from where I'm sitting, like not getting vaccinated, not wearing a mask when you should be, like mm -hmm. that's that's shitty to me. Also, and, like, endangerment. <laughs> yeah, like in people who you know can't leave their houses. Yeah. Because they're phys or physically at risk or whatever. Yeah. Like that's a whole thing. But uh, no, I agree. Like it definitely, the pipeline has kind of created this lovely little subgroup. Yeah. And um, the article that I was reading that talked more about this made a really great point of like, even in with the whole QAnon January mm -hmm. 6th riots and everything, mm -hmm. um, there was the QAnon shaman. Really? Do you remember him? The guy who's like, oh, the, with the, the headdress? Had the dress and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was titled QAnon shaman. Like that's his name. Oh, boy. And people. The person who wrote the article was like, this is a really good example of what we're talking about. It's yeah. taking, like, an idea of, like, a holistic, ancient idea of a shaman, yeah. a healer. Uh, yeah. And mixing it with QAnon conspiracy. Right. And hot damn. There's the pipeline. Yeah. There's your proof. If you're, like, wanting a more tangible idea of what the or pipeline like looks like. QAnon shaman. Yeah. The article also just talked about how individuals who live in this kind of space. Yeah. The, it, they'll have bigger qualms with like western medicine big pharma yeah. which like i get that big pharma is a problem oh yeah but also 
big pharma being a problem, I feel like that's like they exist in the same realm, big pharma and Western medicine. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't necessarily have to be. Right. Big pharma is a problem. Western medicine doesn't, has problems. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Eastern medicine is awesome. I love it. Western medicine's appreciated. I'm fully yeah. vaxxed and I'm really glad I am. Yeah. Because oh when God. I, the one time after two and a half years, I finally got COVID and it really, it the symptoms lasted like two days. Yeah. And then I was just in quarantine. Yep. And that was it. Yeah. Felix got fully vaxxed. We lived together. He never got sick. Yeah. Because we're vaxxed. Right. Anyway. Yeah. That, that preachy moment is over. I'm sorry for anyone who hates what I'm saying and disagrees with me. Um, <laughs> point is, like, I just think that the, it's fascinating to me having had, like, t- a parent and then a person who is occupied a parental space in my yeah. childhood, both kind of now living in this subgroup. Yeah. Of just, like, both of them preaching to me at uh, different times, yeah. not knowing the other was feeling the same way. Right. Just like anti-vax, anti-mask. That was Vincent's dad today. Really? Yeah. Oh, girl. Today? Today. Oh, no. What happened? Well, so Vincent has been sick, poor thing. Was it not COVID? No, no. Okay, he got like... tested and he came negative and everybody that was oh, at God. work, I know, was just sick. And Vincent's dad called today. Oh, God. And I would almost call him more of a conspiracy nut i don't know that he's terribly crunchy maybe like a little maybe a little crunchy on the spectrum light crunchy light yeah crunchy light (laughs) where like i definitely could see him choosing more crunchy options but Mm. it's not something that he completely subscribes to yeah and he he was telling vincent that it was he was probably sick because of the covid vaccine and that he got a year ago (laughs) we got our boosters like Almost this time last year. That makes no sense. I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it took a whole year to happen. Whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. it's also cold and flu season. And you also know? he works outside and does manual labor for a living. For hours. For hours. 40 hours a week. And he also has pre-existing physical injuries that right. inhibit his ability to do his and, job and yeah. also be well. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he just needs a massage therapist. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But um, the interesting thing is... Having things in common with the crunchy folk, like I would describe myself as being crunchy, mildly crunchy, mild, yeah, yeah. Like we we buy organic whenever we can, and um, you grow food, I grow food. Um, Love essential oils, when yeah. They work. We right, yeah. Um, or like trying to look more into like holistic medicine, natural medicine. Mm-hmm. So I would environmentally definitely environmentally friendly products. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of the hallmarks of being crunchy. Is like agreeing with someone on those terms, mm-hmm. and then realizing that they subscribe to like more of a right, mm-hmm. whereas I would say a more left, and having to like kind of almost be a little bit uncomfortable with like we agree on some things, but like oh lord, if we had to talk about politics, things would not go well. And that's kind of the issue I have also with like my boss. Mm-hmm. Um, nice guy, <laughs> but definitely like I think for in my personal life. Even with, like, my dad and my friend's mom, mm-hmm. like, he is the pinnacle crunchy all right. Like, uh-huh. it's incredible. Simply because this gentleman is, he owns a, he owns a metaphysical store. He right. is an, and he's a trained energy healer, uh-huh. yoga instructor, does meditation. He's like learning a, crunchy. a crunchy, crunchy. <laughs> he's learning, um, have you heard of, like, what, it's an alternative form of astrology that's becoming to be more trendy. And Vedic astrology. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard of that. And people are saying like it's actually kind of more accurate than yeah. Western astrology, which I'm like, I'd be interested in looking into that. Yeah, for sure. I'm um, learning. 
I know nothing about it, but that's Me all either. I know. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, he's doing a course to train himself in Vedic astrology and all huh. this stuff. Like, he lived in a commune, and that's actually how he met the other owner of the store really? in California oh, years ago. I did not know that. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's how they met. He, uh, and he wasn't a permanent resident, but like, he had stayed there for a little bit. That's mm-hmm. how they met. Whatever. Crunchy. Yeah. And like then. Crunch. Total MAGA. Oh. Total plandemiker. Mm. Very like January 6th trials are crooked and uh. ah. And I'm just like, so, dude, how did we get here? <laughs> I don't. How I, could you live in a commune and then decide that? <laughs> right. But like, yeah, like the whole mask thing and like, oh. you know, if I chose to wear a mask at work, no one would shit on me. They'd, yeah. they'd be like, you don't have to. I'd be like, yeah. Because one time I did, mm-hmm. I tested negative for, once I had COVID, and was quarantined, and then yeah. finally tested negative for COVID. I still was coughing a little, mm-hmm. but I was cleared to go back to work, right? which I did. But because I was still coughing, I was like, you know what? I know for a fact a lot of our customers are going to be more crunchy. Yeah. Um, and I know, I love that this is now a thing we're saying. Crunchy people. Yeah. Liberal people. Weird. People who, who do the whole mask thing. Um, I know me coughing, not going to be a fan. Yeah. Which is fair. I'm handling their money and bagging their Products. Right. I like would not want close to be yeah. at the counter. <laughs> it's a small it's store. Cozy. <laughs> it's, co- it's cozy in there. Um, yeah. Very. So I wore a mask and like a lot of my coworkers were like, you know, you don't have to. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to because it's for my sake. And they're like, oh, okay, no worries. If you yeah. want to go for it. They were very respectful nice. for it, which I appreciate. Yeah. But it was just, it's just, it's, a, it's weird. It's so funny. Like I have to remind myself to watch myself if I, like, want to talk about politics. Because occasionally my coworkers, if no one's in the store, we're going right. to talk politics. Yeah. And a lot of times we do agree. A lot of times we disagree, which yeah. is normal. But when it comes to one of the owners of the store, I will, like, never talk about politics with this man. Because he believes in everything I don't. And it's just, like, he just occupies such an interesting space that I'm fascinated by. Yeah. But also disturbed by a little. Right. Simply because it's just, like... I don't uh, know. I feel like a lot of times from the outside looking into, as someone who is more crunchy and more liberal Mm -hmm. like it seems a lot of times it seems like crunchy and right don't usually agree not at all yeah so that's the part that I think is interesting I think like the pandemic I feel like people who existed in this like subcategory before the pandemic but I think the pandemic not only got people to join greater quantities of people to join the subgroup Mm -hmm. but I think it also became more popular and more known in general like yeah my friend's mom she's always been somewhat more on the republican side even though she is she's known multiple witches and she, she is a descendant of different of two different indigenous american tribes mm-hmm. and has taken me to like as the, her guest as to like powwows and i've met mm-hmm. individuals within her her indigenous community mm-hmm. who were like medicine people things like that i'm like yeah. it was really cool super yeah super, super rewarding super rewarding when you're growing up it seems very crunchy yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's like as liberals can get and then i did recognize moments throughout my childhood of display like oh that's pretty like that's pretty right like yeah an ideology she'll something she'll say but it wasn't until the pandemic that like it whoosh yeah came out like it and her daughter did actually explain to me at one point she was like my mom's got getting kind of paranoid yeah. Because things were scary. That's so sad. Yeah, it was scary. It was kind of scary. And, like, her, where they live isn't the safest neighborhood in the city that they live in. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's a lot of 
there's some like like minor gang activity and stuff mm-hmm. like it's not the safest which definitely didn't help mm-hmm. they no longer live in the area fortunately but still it's just like a lot of things came to be and now she's very like anti-vax anti-mask mm-hmm. her daughter is too which makes me really sad we move on. She, right. We have very sustainable, very healthy debates. Yeah. But sometimes I have to end the debates early because I'm getting upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But anyway, um, there's this quote from the article that I think really wraps it up really well in terms of, like, when this sub subgroup of people really came to rise. Yeah. And it's, um, quote, it wasn't long before healthy recipe videos and mundane calls to, quote, do your own research, mm-hmm. end quote, Spilled into anti-vaccination and QAnon-related conspiracy theories, end quote. Yeah. 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 Which, I think that is a really good, like, way to That's look at the s- pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> to look at it from, like, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you get to one place from the other. Yeah. So, like, and I'm not talking about this, like, to be, like, warning of the crunchy to no alt-right pipeline. Right. Oh, my God. No. But it's more of just, like, I just find it fascinating. It I wanted to hear what you had to say really about it, too. interesting. Yeah. 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 The most interesting part of me is again like I don't usually see those two ideologies as mixing very well Mm-mm. like I feel like liberal ideologies match with crunchy ideologies more closely like community and anti-establishment and co-op like, yeah science <laughs> and you know I don't know but I could see how it would happen too Herbalism. Where, yeah holistic medicine mm-hmm. again like anti-establishment yeah. both in like from like the standpoint of like, the health system and from the system of, like, government systems. Mm-hmm. Which I think is actually what kind of – I almost wonder if, like, now that we're talking about the, if the anti-establishment position is kind of what brought people from right. Crunchy to meet in the middle with more yeah. right, all-right people. Yeah, because like, I feel like all-right all right is... people are also anti-establishment. It's so weird. But in <laughs> such a – like, in a very different way. And totally. I, it's it's weird. It's it is so really weird. fascinating. It's I'm just different. Like, we both agree of like anti-establishment. I'm thinking about it though in more of like a help your like, like community. Local. Yeah. Keep it local. Like yeah. stimulate your local economy. Yeah. Grow your own food. You're thinking of in like a get the fuck off my lawn kind of way. Yeah. Don't tread on me kind of way. Yeah. And I am like so confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like the key is like community versus individual. That's a good point. Yeah. So, like, it depends on, as a crunchy person, which way do you swing towards, mm-hmm. like, my individual rights versus my community health as a whole? Yeah. Is it community or isolationist? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> which one are we talking? Because I'm like, community can also bring, be bringing others into our community. Yeah. And then isolation will be like, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really interesting. It I, is. Again, I'm sorry to anyone listening who's just like, fuck you, bitches. Which is fair. You're yeah, welcome to definitely. that opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was just... It's fascinating, especially in... in as witches yeah. occupying the space, because there's a lot of, like, new-agey shit that's coming out. Where yeah, it's, it's like, true. <laughs> it's driving me a little nuts. A lot of it's on, like, manifestation. It's always manifestation. Oh, no. I think that's what brings people in. Yeah. Manifestation, like, wanting yeah. things. Desperation makes people seek out alternatives. It's true. Which is why the store actually had its, like, best year on record during yeah. the pandemic. Like, yep. it's, it was incredible. Yeah. We're starting to see pre-pandemic things, That's and the owners are pissed. That's too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The owners are upset, which, fair. Yeah. But, like, during a pandemic, people are afraid. People don't have answers. They're needing answers. Yeah. They're going to look for a higher power, whether it's church 
right. or your local metaphysical store. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> Regardless. Somehow we occupy both spaces. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's just fascinating as someone who works there and yeah. I identify as a cr- crunchy person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. But it's fascinating to be like mm-hmm. having a conversation with someone and then they like pop and all right in there. I'm like, this conversation, we're going to take it somewhere else because I'm not interested in this conversation right now anymore. I'm checking you out. Hi, here's the money you need. I need from you. Leave now the store, please. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got to do a thing. That's funny. Um. Anyway, I'm, you should always talk to people who have different opinions from, yeah. from yours. That's really healthy. Yeah. But definitely there are moments where it's just like, especially when your place of work, like you're like, yeah. I just don't need this. <laughs> right. And I'm behind the, like you have me hostage. Exactly. Like I'm behind the counter for you. <laughs> and my, like the only true issue Minus the harm that obviously comes from, like, being, like, spreading information about anti-vax, anti-mask. Or, like, misinformation. And misinformation in general, aside from the obvious, is really just the fact that, like, it is the misinformation. I, I, what I'm observing on TikTok a lot from, like, the witchy communities that I follow and just, like, the dialogue that I've seen is being shared, it's a lot of, again, new agey people who are coming in and spreading a lot of misinformation of, like, what is manifestation? What is, like... How can you stay healthy? How can yeah. you earn more money? Right. And it's all just like, if you really want it bad enough, it's just going to come to you. The universe is working with you. It's working for you. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's fucking no, not. You're not the only person on this earth. You're not the only person on this planet. And your interests may completely li- align completely against somebody else's. Right. How then is what? the universe? universe. Yeah. <laughs> What's the universe going to do? Right. I don't know. The universe is, is able to do whatever the fuck it wants. So if right. it can serve both... It will. If yeah. it doesn't want to, it won't. Yeah. I feel like, too, manifestation should always come with, like, the be careful what you wish for warning. Oh, always. <laughs> so, like, no one oh, says yeah. that because it's bad for your, like, no one will buy your manifestation book if you're like, you know, what you want may not be the right thing for you. I know. What, what you're like, you I don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, you're right. Like, it, that, that idea does not sell. Like, I had a guy yeah. come into the store yesterday, and he was just like, I'll tell you, this manifestation man, Oh boy, manifestation <laughs> stuff really motivation stuff really. <laughs> it's the shit. And he was telling, he's like, I'll tell you one time, I wanted to test it, and, uh-huh. and so he was just like, I said, I want one dollar. I just want, I don't, I want. You know, he said, I want a one dollar bill in my wallet. Wow. I want a one dollar bill in my wallet. And he's like, the next day I had just a dollar bill in my wallet, and he was like, it had to be crisp, it had to be clean. Oh, I want a, like brand new. These were all the things he laid in his manifestation. He oh. had one crisp $1 bill. And my only thought was, yeah, you only had a dollar bill because that's exactly what you wished for. Yeah, congrats. As opposed to like a $100 bill. Just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you got exactly what you wished for. Oh, good and job. while your intention was to prove your theory, I'm glad it worked out for yeah. you. It. Oh, what if... There was a possibility for you to have a hundred bucks and then you manifested one and that's all you fucking got. Like, right. Then what? Then what? So, I don't know. I just think, like, there's a lot of new agey shit coming out and that's fine. New age is not a bad thing. No. It's just, I think people really need to be careful of, like, what... Listen to tradition. Yeah. Take in new ideas, but listen to tradition because especially when it comes to, like, spiritual paths, Mm -hmm. especially if you're following a spiritual path that has been laid out and used by other people, like, you and I, we are creating our own paths. Yeah. So, like, the things that happen for us may or may not be in alignment with other people's. Right. But if you're, like, say, Wiccan, Mm -hmm. which is a fucking religion. Right. uh, Just 
listen to those who have been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. As well as absorbing those new ideas. Because I'm like... There's no need to just, like, abandon shit. No. Well, and people will get disheartened if it doesn't work out. Yeah. Manifestation true. won't work for you if it's not right for you in the moment. Yeah. I can want a brand new job right here, I right now. I would love $100 bills. I would love $100 bills. But if I'm not setting myself up to receive the $100 bills, how the fuck am I? It's not going to happen. Right. That's not how that works. Like, you actually have to work for it. You put your intention in the universe. and Right. It comes back to you somehow. Somehow, it's not going to come back to you magically the next day. Like, yeah. the guy had a crisp $1 bill. Good job. There's a very solid chance he went to the bank that day. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I like, well, I could do that, too. I don't have to manifest it. Oh, my God. I want a shiny new quarter. Well, fun fact, um, the cash register at work, we have, like, the rolls of quarters, yeah. you know, and when we're making change. Shiny. And if I need to make change for a dollar in my wallet, I can take one of those quarters. Yeah. And make change. And I'm not, that doesn't mean it's magic. I don't know. It's not. And <laughs> it's just like, it irks me a little because I feel like there's also a big theme in regards to what we talked about earlier, October mm-hmm. being a time of like transition. Yeah. It can be severe transition. Yeah. A lot of the, like the, the term or the phrase, let go of what does not serve you has mm-hmm. been like circulate, circulating. Oh. And I'm like, that can be really good. Yeah. Yes. Let go sure. of what doesn't serve you. But I, there was a YouTuber that I, a YouTuber, TikToker that I watched recently who put it, I can't remember his name, but he put it verbally very well and he was just like if you're not ready to let it go how can you expect if you can't let go of what doesn't serve you it's not gonna leave you yeah you can manifest all you want for you to let go of the shit that doesn't serve you but if you a don't know what doesn't serve you right and aren't ready to let go of what doesn't serve you yeah don't anticipate for you to be able to let go of what doesn't serve you without committing like real harm in your personal life yeah consequences happen yeah i'm like People mm. will come in looking for Moldavite because that's something Moldavite does really well. Yeah. Of just like letting go what doesn't serve you. Yeah. And they'll come in later after buying one. They're like, I lost my house. Oh. And I'm just like, oh no. Guys, Oops. you weren't aware of what you needed to let go of. Yeah. You're not prepared. Whenever someone comes in, especially like Gen Z babies. Oh. We are Gen Z elders. We Right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. We're on. Gen Z babies, please. If you're going to buy a Moldavite, <laughs> use it in like short tidbits. Do not yeah. like. Oh, you're going to give yourself a migraine and then lose something valuable. Like, <laughs> that's, that's always how that's going to end. So many times people are coming to the store being like, I lost XYZ and I have headaches. And I'm like, yes, you do, because it's it's too intense. Yeah. It is not of this world. Right. I won't carry around Moldavite that much. Mm-hmm. I'm not, because I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Straight facts. Like, mm. I feel like, too, the let go what does not serve you kind of makes it seem like everything around you should be bright light and mm-hmm. beautiful whereas like i you're again it bothers me because you're totally closing your eyes to an aspect of like life is balance like i'm gonna have to hold on to shit that sucks at every point in your life you're gonna have to do something you don't want to do that's that's, and it's, that's it's part of life it sucks ass yeah but like it's really good for you that's how growth yeah, happens totally and if you can't if you aren't willing to grow you're not gonna improve yeah you this can't. has been the shittiest year of my life. Yeah. And every time I'm reminding myself, it's you're just growing, Darina. It's true. It's just you're just growing. It's gonna be fine later. Yeah. It sucks now. And like that has made this year easier. I'm yeah. like acknowledging the fact and there has been some give and take where I've had mm-hmm. highs in the year and I have lows in the year. I'm like, okay, we're finally starting to like find that balance of just like acceptance for where we are yeah. and like actually being ready to let go of shit that no longer serves us. Yeah. That took a lot of just, like, sitting and being really pissed for a really long time. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you just have to let go. 
kind of be uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, it sucks, but like the stage of life. Yeah, and so I think that's really a problem that like the reason I brought up New Agey was kind of like I feel like the um, crunchy all right people often occupy that New Agey space. Oh of yeah. Just like life has been really shitty. There was a pandemic. The economy's on the fritz. Yeah. Life sucks, and so we're gonna abandon our vaccines, and we're going to mo- uh, motivate. Motivate. Motherfucker. <laughs> I can't do this. That kills me. Uh, we are going to manifest, and we're going to do it because we want hard enough, and the universe is going to reward us for wanting. And I'm like, that is not how that yeah, works. It's so entitled, and it just makes me upset. So, yeah. caution to baby witches out there. Just like, listen to a lot of people. Yeah. And if a lot of people are saying the same thing. And when I say a lot of people, I mean, like, a lot of people from different communities yeah, with different beliefs. not just not everybody from your bubble. Because that's <laughs> how problems happen. Yeah. If a lot of people from different communities, different ideologies are saying the same thing, then there might be a ring of truth there. Yeah. Yup. Yup. You gotta, yeah, you gotta listen to some uncomfortable things yeah. sometimes. And, and just that's like, just how it goes. If you have, you or anyone you know, <laughs> you're like, this is like a... You or any, anyone you if know. If you or a loved one. <laughs> you or a loved one is dealing with. Crunchy, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Some kind of medical disease. Right. No. Um, uh, yeah, if you or a loved one are dealing with crunchy, all right um, disposition, let us know. I'm curious, like, if there are any crunchy, all right people who may not have realized that this is a thing. If yeah. this is new to you and you're either offended or pleased, let us know. I'm really just kind of curious. I want to hear from everybody. Yeah. Just anybody listening cool. who are just like. I know someone like that, or I am someone like that. I'm just really interested to see. Yeah, and like, how do you? Are we wrong? Like, fucking talk to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my tactic is usually not to talk about stuff because that's my thing. I thought that hey, we all (laughs) deal with shit. Right, exactly. Um, Especially if it's confrontational versus passive. So, like, my mom Mm -hmm. is not so much crunchy, more right. Like, not super strong, but like definitely leaning. Yeah. and, like, our solution is to just not talk about it. Because mm-hmm. if we do, we argue. <laughs> no, yeah. And it gets uncomfortable. And we both are the kind of personality, and this is probably something that I have for, from her, mm-hmm. is to, like, take that really personally. Yeah. And yeah. be like, oh, my God. Like, we're, we're never going to get along again. This mm-hmm. is it. Oh. Like, like very extremist whenever yeah. it comes to confrontation because yeah. it's so, like, painful. Mm-hmm. And that's something, you know, you try and work on. Yeah. But yeah, so my tactic is like, let's just not talk about it. I don't want to talk about it unless we can talk about it passively. Mm-hmm. So like online, very mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> yeah. Or like watching other people discuss their beliefs and taking it in and saying like, do I like that? Do I not like that? Mm-hmm. And then moving on instead of leaving a nasty comment or something. Yeah, like that. that's a really great way to even educate yourself. Yeah. Just like, again, if you're a TikTok user, like freaking be interested in... Um, what other people have to say that mm-hmm. maybe don't jive with you or like honestly this maybe this may sound kind of weird but like if there are individuals that you follow on tiktok instagram whatever mm-hmm. youtube and they're having beef yeah figure out what that beef is like yeah. actually don't waste your time with things that don't matter but like if someone's like saying like oh this is not real in witchcraft oh this is real in witchcraft yeah. and that's the beef like actually take the time and kind of learn of like what are their points and like listen to each side because you might actually really figure out what your beliefs are mm-hmm. so if you're figuring out like i don't know what i believe i don't know if i'm crunchy Which i, feel I like a lot of folks right. that came into mm-hmm. like new age or witchcraft with the pandemic like we did yeah where you kind of like lean into something that feels nice yeah exactly it's like kind of it's just new <laughs> do some investigating and yeah. like actually seek out like 
if you follow a witch on TikTok, what do they actually believe? Because mm-hmm. I've had, I, when I first started going into witchcraft and TikTok became a thing and mm-hmm. finally, okay, you did TikTok. Yeah. I did TikTok. I don't do TikToks. I watch TikToks. Right. Um, download a TikTok to watch. Uh-huh. Um, there were a couple pages I had followed and really liked. And then like a few months later, I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't that. like you. Yeah. Like this, I don't jive with this at all. Yeah. And so like kind of take care and, and do, I say this at the end of almost every episode, do yeah. your homework. Do your homework. Do your homework. It's so good for you. It's so healthy. I promise. <laughs> if you need me to be We're gonna your be teacher, I moms. will. Honestly. Do your homework. Do your homework, honey. Yeah, I was just kind of curious what you thought of the whole it's crunchy alt-right. 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 And I, I could definitely see it changing in the coming mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. as we're coming out of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like like you said, the economy is pretty shitty, but mm. it does that. It does that. Yeah. And then because times is better. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah. But I could definitely see it transitioning. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see where it goes. You mean like... In terms of being more extreme or less extreme as oh, conditions change. Yeah. So, like, once you're out of, like, a situation that makes you feel like you're in fight or flight mm-hmm. so often mm-hmm. versus coming to a place of, like, more stillness mm-hmm. where the folks around you are more comfortable mm-hmm. and you don't feel yeah. afraid, like, do you continue on that path and, like, create problems or mm-hmm. do you say, like, ma? I don't know that. Let the water still. Yeah. yeah, I'm not that person anymore, and I don't have to seek out solutions yeah. that way. Yeah, you know, like, that's something I've actually had to be really careful of doing. Working at the store, of just like I often have to actually like check in with myself. I'm just like, what do you believe, Dorina? <laughs> Simply because like there yeah. are things I'm learning out this store that I'm I've never heard of before, mm-hmm. or like perspectives. I was like, oh, I never thought about it like that. That mm-hmm. does change my mind about a couple of things, but f- for the most part. My beliefs have been, if nothing else, reaffirmed mm-hmm. working here, which in, in a positive way, not in like a closed-minded kind of way. Yeah. But at the same time, there have been moments where I'm like, I'll be talking to somebody about like chakras or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, something holistic, mm-hmm. metaphysical. Yeah, insert here. <laughs> insert here, yeah. Um, but then like the conversation will divulge and we'll be talking about like the government and mm-hmm. conspiracy theories will come up and they'll be studying their conspiracy theories. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, wait. But at the end of the day, I'm like, wait. How does that make sense? And then actually I have to work it through the logic of my brain. I'm like, no, I missed something there. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Or it will make sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. That's fair. Because okay. some conspiracy theories are fucking true. Oh, and that's for sure. just geez. fact. But a lot of them are not. Also fact. And it's yeah, just like. That's why they're called conspiracy theories. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's just. It's a cool. It's an interesting conversation. It is. And it's definitely. Knowing that this pipeline actually exists mm-hmm. does actually make my affiliation with certain relationships with certain people in my life a lot easier to handle yeah simply because i was just like how is it that so many people in my life are becoming so yeah it's conservative yeah the phenomenon is like if you don't know what's going on and you think it's singular to you you're like oh no the gates are closing in like am i being small-minded like do people know something i don't and i'm like no this is actually a thing where like wellness people Mm -hmm. crunchy people are Mm -hmm. becoming more conspiracy theory all rightness and mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm relieved by the fact that it's not just me and i hope yeah. that this conversation to whoever's listening might be relieving to them too yeah or if you identify with this just, i'm fucking curious please yeah if you're interested in tell that's, us your story yeah let's tell us why discussion. you believe the things you believe i won't shit on your opinions no, i just I'm that's not what we do purely purely curious yeah but again 
No harassment. Otherwise, that's an instant block. Fuck you. Never, <laughs> never speak to me or my son again. On that note, we are two witches one, one teapot. teapot. Our email is two witches one teapot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us just chat at you for mm-hmm. over an hour. Yeah, we'd be curious to see what you think. Yeah, let us know. I'm Even just. If it's like a tiny bit. I'm fascinated. Yeah. People it's are weird. Cool. This world's weird. This world is a strange, strange it's place. A strange, strange place. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen over the next, like, two or three yeah, years. Yeah, me like, too. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, bring it on. I'm like, no, dude, no, don't, don't put don't that energy out on. there. I am not in a bring it on energy. I'm just like a, let's, let's do this happens. thing kind of energy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go with the flow. Yes. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs>